0: Welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted, hypnotic conversations on the misadventures and how I always seem to mess up the road to self-discovery. We're talking about embracing the transition from my childish 20s to my grown AF 30s, being unapologetically Black changing the narrative of this Black Girl's Trials with my tribe. Black Girl Uninterrupted is a podcast for all my marginalized Black girls worldwide. I am your host, Coco Amore, and welcome back. So today's episode is all about me and my girls and having an amazing girls' night out. Leading to a turn up session (laughs) out here in Houston, Texas, it's Saturday night. Me and my girls are about to hit the town and we want to let you in on a little bit on how some good conversation can go a long way and set the tone for some healing, some dealing and getting ready to turn up. So in today's episode, Girls Night, me and my friends... I hosted a nice little event at my house. We had some food. We had some drinks. We had some wine, tequila, some rum, and, you know, the list goes on. A little bit of chaser was added into the mix, and we had a bowl of questions, And in these questions, there were different topics to spark insightfulness, uh, some creativity, some thoughtfulness, and also to kind of invoke some feelings. That may be there that we probably don't get a chance to talk about so much. And my girls were so amazing discussing some some tough things, but also some really, really fun things. Uh, one of my favorite questions we talked about was what what is one thing that you would tell your younger self if you knew what you knew now? And to my younger self, I just want to go back on this one. to my younger self, I have noticed that you gave up. You gave up and you took the easier route out. It is always easier to give up on the things that you thought. Even my younger self of of yesterday, you know, it's always easier to say, you know, I want to throw in the towel, things aren't going my way. It's easier to say, like, I just want to go home and run away from, from all of these things that I now have a hundred percent responsibility of and not you know have to face these trials and tribulations. To my younger Kiera, I'm gonna speak to Kiera and not to Coco. Kiera, you are so beautiful, regardless. Of your weight, regardless of your skin tone, regardless of what others may say about your features, you are so beautiful. Whether your hair is curly or straight or in bantu knots or in braids or in weaves, you are so beautiful. You can fix anything that you want to fix about yourself with natural remedies. (laughs) If you are unhappy, Kiara, about your weight and the weight gain after having a child and not being able to completely bounce back, Kiara, take a minute. Make a plan. Execute the plan. Kiera about your dreams. Never give up. It has been a very long road. You have tried many things. And some things you walked away from. Some things you felt like you were not good enough for but you are good enough. You are strong enough to see all of these things through. You are deserving of true happiness, career, love, and life. Kiera, stop dwelling on the past. The past is the past, and there is no changing the past. There is no way back machine. There is no way that these things that are going on now could have been different because this was all a part of your journey. Your journey is your story. Your story has value. Kiara, 20-year-old Kiara. Love yours. No matter how difficult it has been, no matter how much trauma, no matter how much abandonment, no matter how much pain you have had in the past, young Kiera, just see it through. Don't let every person or every outsider who does not have your best interests at heart get the best of you. Young Kiera, keep fucking pushing. Do you understand me? Don't stop going. Don't get sidetracked. Understand what it means to have tunnel vision. I'm talking about yesterday's Kiera. Tunnel vision. And this is what we all need. Young Kiera, if I knew. What I know now, I would ultimately say, keep fucking going, get the haters, everyone out your head, anyone who said you can't, or you're not pretty enough, or you're too dark, or you should sit in bleach water because you was outside playing too long, now you're too black. Young Kiera, get that shit out your head and stop thinking about it and let it go. Ooh, yeah. I just had to go there because younger me, wow, younger me, um, it's so hard to face those things, you know, that you face when you're an adult and those triggers don't come up until someone brings them up out of you and in a relationship now sometimes i notice that the person says some things that he may not know is a trigger but i know it's a trigger so when things are said that i feel like are pressing on that trigger or they just pushing it all the way I shut down and I go into this mode of like defensiveness, and I'm just I'm just gone. And I love what all of my friends talked about. If they knew what they knew now, you know. And even Raven came back and was like, "No, let me fix that shit because it it, it, it wasn't there." But she came back. And she thought about it. Sometimes that question, it's so surface level, but then it's also requiring some level of thoughtfulness from the person answering the question. So to my younger self and to everyone, I want you to ask yourself, if you knew what you knew now, what would you ask your younger self? Well, what would you tell your younger self? I definitely would have told my younger self to um, definitely get a mentor because these things um, or the things I felt like I missed out on because I had a child early or I went to the wrong school or uh, I just should have went to New York and, you know. And stay with my aunt instead of going to college. Like a lot of things that I felt like I should have done or I didn't do right or I didn't consider when I was younger. A lot of those things weigh heavy on how we carry out our day to day. And I'm starting to see a lot of my friends, you know, settling for careers that they necessarily don't want. And I'm in a a job that I necessarily don't give two shits about. But the fact is, is that, yes, I need this for right now, but how do I get to the the part of my life where I'm now fulfilled in this area of my life? Right now, I don't feel like I am. So therefore, I have to keep pushing. I have to find another way to make this thing work for me. So as long as we know that we have to keep going, we have to keep pushing, and that we can't change the past, we know what our dreams was as children, how do we get back to living that dream? Some dreams we may have outgrown, you know, um, some, some things uh, we no longer have interest in. But it's always something that keeps uh, coming back to you at the end of the night when you're laying down and you're like, damn, like, shit, I, I wish I I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Or I really want to explore this. Um, in my 30s, I'm starting to realize that um, you just got to go for it fuck it just just say fuck it and just and just go for it and and I understand it's so hard to do these things because we all have responsibilities. We all have kids that we want to see grow up. We all we all want to provide our kids with a certain level of autonomy and items and things and material things that that we probably never had or they want you want to keep that same level of comfort and materialism around your kids that you had growing up. But if it's something that requires investment From your own dollars, I think we all can just take a step back and redo our finances and see how we can still make those dreams happen and maintain our lifestyle. So I'm not saying quit your job tomorrow. I'm not saying that. I'm saying let's get back to our dreams. Let's get back to making those dreams a reality and seeing how we can. Definitely move forward So I hope you guys get a lot Out of this episode Me and my girls had a great time Recording this (laughs) Um, A part of this episode Comes a little bit hard to hear On the first 30 minutes Of Girls Night I just ask that you guys Bear with us I have way too many tequila shots And I pressed the wrong microphone (laughs) So (laughs) So you guys will hear that it's a little bit hard to hear, but it is really good audio. I just want you guys to turn the volume up so you can, too, enjoy the first part of Girls' Night. The second part of Girls' Night after the break is perfect audio, which is so crazy. I was just like, I, I was even more blasted at that point. After we finished our Girls' Night at my house, we headed out, we got dressed, on our makeup and we went out dancing and it was so fun. It was so fun. And I think I had more fun at girls night as, as a a taken person, you know, instead of single, because it's just, it seems more funner. Like, I don't know, I don't know why, but I don't know, It just seems more funner when you're, like, with someone and, you know, like, you're not looking for something. It seems like you have a lot more fun. And we were all, you know, just out on the prowl having fun, like, not even caring, just doing our own thing. And it showed because it seemed like we had a circle of niggas around us. And I was just like, ew! Ew! Yeah, we don't we do ass, so we ended up you know constantly moving because it was like lions and a it was like lions and we were some fresh cut uh ostrich, you know exotic, you know exotic stuff. But it was like we were some fresh cut ostrich and uh, yeah, it was a lot of Africans in Jamaica, Jamaica. But you know, hey. Y'all know I love me some Jamaica, Jamaica out here in Houston. So without further ado, let's get into the first part of Girls' Night. This episode is 100% hilarious. I want you guys to enjoy it, love it. Tell me what you think about it. And then we're going to get into another episode next week.
1: Okay, me and my girls are here. We're going to take a shot. Start off the night. Well, this is the big shot tonight. We got some food in our system. Yeah. You, Janae, you gotta take that whole shot. No chaser. Oh, this is a big shot. This is a big shot. And this is how we're gonna do the, the podcast. Are we, today. Be on the boat, like we are driving oh, the yeah. motherfucking yeah. boat. We are driving the yeah. motherfucking yeah. boat. Yeah. The yeah. Motherfucking yeah. boat. Yeah. I am. alright we're I'm gonna try to move that right now. All right, ready? All right, remember what I say. You got to look each other in the eyes. It's going to be seven years of bad sex. We got to, to an amazing podcast episode. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, look at y'all. Look, I'm not here driving the boat. Y'all driving the speedboat. Come on, now. I want to have Jessica. Did you do it, you know? No. they take it three times to take a shot, y'all. Oh, it's getting hot up in here. Oh, where's my fan? So, <laughs> oh, y'all, yeah, I have my lovely co-worker friend days at the house. We are doing an episode on Girls' Night, and we're talking everything girls girls' life. we're talking love, sex, self-care. So, how the podcast works, this episode, we are going to dig from the bowl. Renee, you get a question. Raven, you get a question. And we're all going to have just like a little opinion on it, okay? So, Tanae, go ahead and put your question inside of the mic. If you're ready to answer the question, just go like that you always automatically are able to start off because it's your question. Okay, Okay. so coming to the end. okay, this is a question on dating. My question is, is dating in your 30s different than dating? Hmm, this is a good question for you, Frank, because, you know, you can tell us everything. <laughs> okay, so, I am in my 30s. I think that it's a little different because in your you feel like you have time. Time to do whatever. If you're in 30s, you have a sense of urgency all of a I can agree. I feel like people, low key, high key, are always busy. It's not like, oh, I have all this time to just chill and hang anymore. People have real responsibilities the real things going on. So I agree with May when it comes to time. In addition to that, I think responsibility actually takes more precedence than like spending time. Okay. So Raven? Okay, so as a last by twenty. Um at twenty nine, I do think uh, that right now I was completely different in uh whole life. <laughs> And now at 29, co is not everything. Co is, I just want my man. So it is definitely different, um, in that sense. As far as I used to, could really cook back in my early 20s, okay. so yeah. I a lot of days for food. I had a refrigerator of keto containers. These days, what am I doing? I am cooking for the Okay, man. Okay. Different in the sense of like what I can bring to the table versus what I'm expecting them to bring to the table. Yeah, so it's it's different, and I think, like, once I you know cross over to 30, my urgency is going to kick in the hydride. But that's about it. I like that, I like that because I'm true, like, I'm not trying to at all. I just want you to take me out at the nicest restaurants in town. Show me out, you know, take me out for a good time, wine and dummies. But now it's like I'm cooking whole breakfasts I mean, you now. Really? Breakfast. I have. I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm just stigmatized. Maybe that's. What I, I mean. Can we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Because mental, mental health is real, and victimization. Let's coin as a term, and let's talk about sex 20s versus 30s. Because in the 20s, trying to figure out. Yes. I 30s, you're to know what you like. Yeah. So if the person that like, like, yeah, I don't know, right. you're yeah. not satisfying. Like, I would just you out quicker now than I would have at 20. Like, if you're not getting to my point in my cheeks and my highs and my lows and my lows, my, overall, the lows. No, I, have the no, I have no time to play with it in my head. In my 20s, I would always take um, At 29, I ain't got time for At 29, I would never. I also would for 30. at 29, you. See, I started with the fake money, and now um, I see where that It doesn't exist no more <laughs> Like there is no opportunity to be at this point Like why I got a lot of you I'm, I'm my head So I'm going to just tell you how I feel. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm not faking no moaning It's easy to be at you know I It's easy to go home to whoever likes that shit it, it's The fake money is just not No, it's my 30s No, no, not these thirties. It's not working. Hell Okay. Ooh, I have a sex question. It's so fitting. I have a sex <laughs> question, right? What is your favorite position and why? Okay. My favorite position is when they has me on the side, but he's straight up. So it's kind of like a cross, not like a Jesus cross, but just like a cross like this. So my legs are like, you know, the side, I'm kind of like a wet, right? Okay. And he's straight up. And like I said, he's curved up, so he's hitting different angles and different valleys up there. That definitely helps me get an orgasm much, much quicker. Okay, valley. (laughs) Valley. Look, it's 35. Body. <laughs> I mean, I going <laughs> body. Body. You get in body. Okay. You just don't get straight You it. gonna get hills and because you know your body, you know uh-huh. how to manipulate your body, you know how to move your body to, to a certain point. Especially if they don't know how to like make you come while you're on the bottom okay. or whatever, okay. you can create some hills and some valleys and some flex pointers, and then can hit. So that way, boom, you reach up peak quicker. Hmm. So. Raven, you're next. What is your favorite position in why? Hello. <laughs> this is me again, 29-year-old <laughs> right right Okay, so my favorite position would be when I'm on my stomach, not just regular dog style, like I'm laying down and Ooh. you are like laying on my back. You have no choice but to go as you can go. Literally, that is. I want to cry. I want to tell you I love you. Okay, that is the position for me. Have I messed around and said it before? Have I stumbled into a relationship because of that position? Absolutely. Am I in one now because of it? Hmm. Then. <laughs> First of all, Radio. one, one. One question. Mm-hmm. Are you in a relationship because of that <laughs> position? You you can't leave you can't people warning. He is with me. I may be. Happy. First of all, that position is that that will make you do things and say things um that is not applicable Every to your time. lifestyle. Right. Every 'Cause see you was trying to have a hot girl summer and the issues. I am I'm on my way to um, young Miami during a hot girl summer. Because y'all know where she is. She's That's where I'm at. <laughs> if I don't change my ways right now. I am agreeing with you. I am on that road okay. to young Miami hood at the okay. end of this hot girl summer. I was at the height of my hot girl summer when I met Bay, and I was spotting and trying, and then I met him at the pool party, and um, ate it like it was groceries, and he came around with that curve, you know? And you were like, "Going?" Oh, I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> okay, I, I was like, I was like. I was calling him daddy one their first night. Like, sometimes, it's you know, some things just make you just do dismatization. Yeah. is a crazy thing, that's why I just can't mess with these dudes with this good. Okay. Honestly, you cannot mess with a dude unless he has this. In your thirties. You <laughs> so, <laughs> so we gotta put that. Put that part of the verb yeah. for dictumization yeah, in the dictam- dictam- Yeah, yeah. You know, last but it it I love, yeah. I love that good, good that I get every. yes, yes. Yes, Lord. I love that boy. So, Janelle, okay. what is your favorite and place of the Google One? I would have to say the reverse girl, <laughs> which basically writing the reverse way, I would say because I feel like it, it definitely gets yeah, different spots than normal position. Yeah, not looking each in the face. The exactly. So you can get as wide as you want. You don't have those hang-ups or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then what's the up? Saw me. That was like different spots. That's kind of like way like, <laughs> Then you're like, "What's up?" And, look, and uh, fun. brother. You got on, all right. Right. <laughs> and you hook for life. You hook for life. Rock on hands and everything. Yeah. Let me talk about this rock on hands. We don't get to see it. Yes. I love it. I, love it. So I like it. Why don't you I love it? it. Oh, you're doing it. You know All <laughs> right, you know yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. All right, so Raven, what's your question? Ooh, that's what we gotta get. Good old, good old, good old question. Hey y'all, hey. Okay, so I have lessons. Ooh. My question is: What are the two lessons you wish you learned earlier, before you learned the hard way? Y'all, it's a moment this of truth for me. It. This is a moment of truth. This is how we did it. I'm like, girl, I need Like, this is how we do it. She gets, she get real good. On oh, black girl uninterrupted. So, Raven, think about that question again. Right. Two lessons I wish I learned before you learned the hard way. Two lessons. Hmm. So one lesson is very back to childhood. Um. I wish I would have learned that if I was going to talk to the boys on the phone, it was a time and place to do it. Because I had parents who would check, like, you know, do like star six nine or star six seven, whichever one it was, see who the last number was called. I got caught up every time. And so, honestly, I wish I would have learned that's on top of these little boys. It's gonna be when they went to sleep and I took all the house phones, not just one, because my dad picked up about 30 times while I was on the phone late night. That's very childhood like. But on a real level, I'm gonna talk about my extent with married men. So, One thing I wish I learned is not to check his ring finger for a shadow as a married man. It would be more so when it comes to actual proof, documentation when it comes to married men. Somebody can tell you they're divorced all day, but if there is no paperwork, you cannot take it as law. And so I wish I would have learned earlier to not just listen to someone, but actually ask for proof before I learned the hard way and dealt with someone's wife, someone's children, the police. And yes, yes, all of this stuff. I wish I would have learned... This was last year and that's why in my situation right now, I'm like, I don't want to do that again. I'm more alert, I'm more alert because I learned the hard way. So it may prepare me for this. I don't really know at this point. But I wish I would have demanded more solid proof for people who claim to be single that in actuality are not. Well now you know to be a as and now that I have Black Girl Uninterrupted, <laughs> I am doing those types of things. So, your girl came up. Learn to listen the hard way. Okay. I'm going to start from I don't know. I guess I guess. I growing up with. I but that I was good as a child because I, I never wanted to impose. So I didn't want to be a bad child for my mom because I, I understood her situation. I'm always like, let me hope that I don't want to impose. Right? But then, you get a little older and you're starting to speak and you're like, making balance and everything, and I need to be happy too. So it's about speaking up about what you need be happy. not like, you know, like, in general and letting people around me out to me out to me mm. and not always receive whatever someone gives. Oh, so real. I don't know if I have two, but I definitely have that one that's a big, That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was a lesson that I had to learn now being a little open. But... Yeah, that's real. Okay, so I think um, two lessons that I could that I learned, um, that I wish I didn't learn a hard way is to respect myself. Mm. I think in my early teens, you know, 18, 19, or whatever, um, I had my son in 19 going on to my 20th birthday, and I feel like no matter how much. Fatherly love I had, or you know, parental love that I had, I still had that small little thing where I feel like I didn't love myself enough to know that it was more for me outside of other things or outside that person. Not to say my son is a mistake or something like that, but I'm saying outside that person that I was with. So I think learning to love myself was a good one. Because after I had him, I had to learn how to love my new body. I had to learn how to love myself as a mother. I had to learn how to love myself, learn, like, these changes that I saw. So no one is the same before they have a child. But after they have a child, you have to rebuild yourself. Like, you have to get a confidence in You have to continue to go to school or go to work. You no longer have that whole self. Now you split into two different roles: a child and a mother at the mm-hmm. same time. So you kind of lose sight of yourself, and you kind of lose just just a tiny bit because you forget to include yourself. So that's my only thing. And the second thing is, um, dang, to never give up on my dreams. Mm. I just feel like. A lot of um a lot of new girls that's coming up they have so many resources you know that we didn't have growing up our parents was like go to school get a job do it the way we doing it okay. and now it's the age of convenience where everything is kind of like right in your hands you do anything all the information is right in front of them. Well, we didn't really have Google to do research papers. You know, we still had to go to the library to do research paper at the same time. But um, I feel like going for my dreams was a little bit harder then, especially after having a kid. But learning the hard way, going to a job that I'm okay with, I feel like maybe I should have made myself Way out and just say, you know what, I'm a mom, I need to get a regular job because sometimes that don't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. So okay. that is my thing. That mm-hmm. mm-hmm. was a little deep, lady. Like, Can I replace my first one? Okay, <laughs> yes Because they got a little too deep. Right? <laughs> and I feel like I'm thinking back to is like a lesson, like I was it, so. yeah. like a So, okay, okay that first one special one Act like you never heard it. Mm-hmm. Do not encourage teenagers to be on the phone when you get them okay. it. Right. So what I would like to change it to would be is a quote I heard. You allow what you encourage. Mm-hmm. Or don't allow what you encourage. And so honestly that applies to just all facets of life. If you know you expected somebody to take you on a date, don't settle for Netflix and chill. If you know that you went to school, got a master's, and whatever it may be, don't you accept less than 50K? If you know you don't like the code, don't move to Colorado. These are just examples. But I have found that when we allow what we encourage, like that gives the person or the situation the upper hand. And so you should not accept that. Like you should not put, you should not allow things to control what you really want Mm -hmm. in any type of situation so that is a lesson that i have learned in all facets of life and now when i like move just make moves in general i started thinking about that like you know what you can't allow what you don't encourage so if i'm out here not encouraging you know premarital sex then i can't allow some dude to fuck me wrong i just can't allow it you you know Period. But just an example, and this is not my life I'm speaking right. on, these are just yeah. examples, right. but still, what you allow, don't allow what you encourage. Oh, wow. I don't know the first Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I was like, when I, that was really a good time. School, I, like, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Right, we can't teach these girls to be parents, because we're going to be parents. Y'all going to be parents. Honestly, honestly, honestly our 13-year-olds are not the type 13-year-olds. So honestly, yeah, already had a cell phone at five. They yeah. don't even need to use the house phone, so they don't have these type of problems. so. they really don't. My son has had a cell phone since the five. he have a problem phone? He a cell phone. He
2: talking to those all
1: day on his own phone. My son is only looking at Yo-Kai Watch and Pokemon. He right. on <laughs> no, you Yo, no, YouTube. No, I already banned YouTube. <laughs> So, I put the block on YouTube. Now, they got this little other website that's something like YouTube. It's called YouTube. Like, not YouTube, but Kutu. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, the fuck? How can I block all this shit? I can't keep up with this shit because these, these mofos is growing up faster than I can fucking block shit. Listen, I don't know how. Look, I wasn't even being able to color my hair. No. They on YouTube showing me how to monopolize off of coloring my hair because they want become like, a YouTuber. They and it's not out. fair because <laughs> they are on I can say. Literally, they are like you know, they coming up like way
3: too cute. I they don't
1: like it. I don't like it. They, like <laughs> <Okay. laughs> they need to go through their suit like that. Is that
2: school picture? Okay. They need
1: to go through their three ponytails in the yeah. school picture with no makeup. And, now and just all your can showing. They're gonna put a picture filter on the on the <laughs> We didn't have to We didn't have to because you just was ugly, you was ugly. You literally think that you're gonna Right, but you okay. i the yeah. So y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed the first part of Girls Night. We're gonna come back with another part. we us take a quick little drinking break. So right now we're gonna take a shot. Woo! Another shot of tequila, and we're
0: gonna come back with part two. Hey, really quickly, I wanted to interrupt the podcast just to remind you to make sure you are liking, commenting, and sharing, and leaving me a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you listen by way of Anchor FM, make sure you are. Tapping that love button or leaving me a voicemail. Hey, I want to hear what you're thinking about the podcast. Did I say or did me and my girl say anything that has inspired you or made you think about something? I want to know. So make sure you are leaving me a review and you're telling me all of your favorite things about the podcast, sharing them with your friends so we can have more girls helping healing in the tribe. Also, I want to make sure you guys are following me on social media. Make sure you're following this show's page, BGU Podcast, on Instagram, and also my personal Instagram page, cocoamore.bgu. Hey, let's get back to the podcast. All right, y'all. We are back from our break. I hope you enjoyed the music. We are on shot number three. Raven, are you on 4, oh, I'm on four. Okay, so what are we toasting to this time? A good girl's night.
2: Yes.
0: A good girl's night. Yes. yes. Remember, day. seven years of bad sex, and we yes. don't look like each other. Night. we it. All right. Go, 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 go. Janae, one swallow. One swallow, Janae. Okay, wait. Oh. Oh, I took two swallows.
2: I did it one was two. time.
3: Okay, that was about four, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> okay, Janae, you backtracking? <laughs> Janae, we had you at three at the beginning. Come on up. <laughs> Stop backtracking. Stop backtracking. Okay, so Janae, you have your card.
3: What's your card about? Um, it's a question about self. Okay. Okay, so my question is. What are two ways you indulge in self-care?
0: What do you do?
3: Okay. So one way I do it, I don't know if everybody knows about Magnum ice cream bars.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's an indulgence for sure. (laughs) That's an indulgence.
3: I've I've discovered this about a month ago, and now it's basically going to stay in my life forever. (laughs) Okay, I need to have one. Every other day, at least, minimum.
2: That's a high uh, indulgence. Am I? Uh,
3: do you feel right? Okay. I'm glad it's only like three a pack. Okay. Three, so three. You four, five so in I, I just bought three today. I just bought three How much today. They, okay. today. I think they're like, I don't know, five or six bucks for three. <laughs> and you need them every okay, other day. Okay, so I'm hooked, <laughs> and I need them in my life forever now. So that's one of my indulgences. I don't know, okay. What do I do? Okay, I'm going through, like, la- laser hair removal. Is that like an indulge? That's yes. something for just me, yeah, right? You can yes. just shave
2: and then you're not.
3: Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm trying to do that now, and I'm trying to figure out how many areas of my body I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm testing it slowly. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so I got my laser hair removal, and I have my ice cream bars. Hey, there you go.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I like it. So, two ways I indulge in self-care, self-care. is... Going for my runs after work. Going for my, my three-mile runs after work, which is definitely helping me physically and mentally okay. decompress before bed. And um, I'm a little bit of a hoarder of Bath and Body Works products. Um, so if you see my closet, I don't know if you guys want to go check out my closet. Um, Matter of fact, you guys Go check out my closet in my bathroom It's okay. over the toilet okay. I'm going to talk to the people okay. It's the first door on the right So I have a problem With uh, Bath and Body Works And I indulge in self-care By Getting products And <laughs>
2: you are like the clearance sale right now
3: like 75% off I don't even know how to describe what I just saw
2: there is enough lotion for three years if the apocalypse happened today she would be moisturized for an eternity
1: she's good she's good
0: But, you know, I, I have different types. I have comfort when I'm feeling sad. I have stress relief when I'm feeling stressed. I have the different flavors when my man is coming, oh, and oh. depending on what type of night it's going to be. Oh. So, if it's a violet plum, I'm using it for a night where we're just hanging out. Champagne toast is when I'm going out with the girls. Like, that's what I got on right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um.
2: Oh, have a candle?
0: White Barn has one. For- yes, has? yes, 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 yes. But the one that's on right now is Limoncello because that's my kitchen. Okay. <laughs> so, so Limoncello is always going to be my kitchen. So yeah. So I'm always over indulging in Bath and Body Works just to make my feel myself feel really, really good.
2: Okay. Hey, y'all! Again. All So this number one, year old. one, my one thing is I'm obsessed with like turtles, like the candy. So oh my I love God. turtles. Like I'm that person. I'm at Walgreens. I'm at CVS. I'm at the gas station looking for turtles. Like that is one thing I need in my life to make it all better. Um, the second thing for me would be probably an obsession that a lot of us have is when I'm upset, if I had a bad day, I'm going to Target. I don't know what I'm looking for. I don't know what I'm getting, but something in Target is going to just turn my world upside down. And so when I need to indulge, I just go to Target. I may leave out the store with freaking witch hazel. I don't know. (laughs) But It's just something about being in there. They have a Starbucks. They have all those little items for $5 when you walk in. Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. They always have earrings on clearance, and I love, like, dangling earrings, like Babble Bar, Sugar Fix. Love those. So, Tarjay is, like, my spot to just say, you know what? I can do this again. So, those are my two things. I
0: like that. Okay. So, it's another question on
1: self-care. All right.
0: How do you remind yourself of your pissy power? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I told you guys about this before. I have done um a session with this girl who does feminine yoga, and I think I told y'all when we was like kind of like on the break, but not on the break, but trying to figure shit out. We was in a really, really, really bad space with Bay. Um, I did like a session with Old Girl and I lit my candle. I like some sage and I just kind of followed the moves. I played some music that made me feel good, that made me feel sexy, danced around a little bit, did a couple of The next thing I know, 10 minutes later, he was at my house with some food. And we just, I don't know if I was just invoking spirits or whatever, but I just felt like right then I just reminded myself of like who I am, what I offer and putting that out into the universe, not just like dancing and everything. I think it was more like spiritual, like just reminding myself that I'm sexy. I feel good. My body's still Good, Even though I added an extra couple pounds, you know, just still feeling myself. It just allowed me the opportunity to just feel good for a moment. And then he called and knew it was good. (laughs) (laughs) So Raven,
2: your question, how do you remind yourself of your pussy power? Remember, I'm not 30 yet, so... (laughs) Some things I take can be taken with a grain of salt Honestly, at one point in my life It was how far I could finesse a guy And if I could finesse you out of You know, I don't know A few dates A few car payments A few months of rent I don't know what it could be But how far I could finesse you Reminded me of the power of the P As a 29 year old, I do no such thing now Um, So at this point, it's more of like the text messages I get after we do the do. Depending on your mood and depending on what you say for the next two to three days lets me know that it's powerful. Whatever actions occur because of that is the power of the P. Whether it's, you know, I don't know, freaking breakfast that I get every day. Whether it's you consistent for three days. I don't know. It could be something as simple as that. But those are the moments when I'm reminded, like, you know what? This thing, it's got some power to it. <laughs> so those are two ways.
1: It got a little horsepower, got a <laughs> to it.
2: Okay.
0: Okay, Janae. Okay, bring it home.
3: <laughs> All right, so I'm breaking it way on the side. No, I love the I love the rope that you brought this
2: conversation. I'm just being real. She okay. look,
3: I love it. Right okay. it, rave but it. I, love I was it. thinking about it. I was thinking of okay. So during sex, you know, I like to tighten up. I like to clench and stuff, right? Yes. So Give me real. during my workout. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure I'm strengthening my core, make sure I'm doing my Kegels, the, the mm-hmm. pelvis exercises, keep all that, you know, because I'm 30 plus now. <laughs> keep it all together. <laughs> <and> together. <laughs> so my clenching power is on, <laughs> is on point.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that's how I keep my pee power? That's how
3: yes.
2: Because <laughs> you can tell, like, when you do Kegels and stuff, like, it's a little they- different. They be like you can look at them in the face and be like, whoa, I, I, got, I, was, you. I got, got you. I got you I got you right down. That's a so, great you know,
0: answer.
1: I, I try
0: I try to keep it together, you know. I feel like I need to do a little bit more giggles. I feel yeah, like I have I feel balls. like I do, do it. Do the oh
2: the, the um, stainless the steel balls. kind the, yeah. the,
0: I need some of else, but you know, like I'm a little scared. Like something gonna get stuck up there. No, it ain't. What it has? The, <laughs>
3: they like this big. Yeah, that ain't. Because nice
0: I just feel like they is just like very like. You ain't like gonna get no big old golf ball.
2: But just think if you if you, you can get no.
3: your clinch game
2: on. My on. clinch
0: game is there, oh, but okay.
3: I feel like it could be better. It could it could be it.
0: so much better because he's just so. Okay. Like I said, when he gets excited, he grows right. like in width and not length. Like, okay. I mean, length and width, but I feel like he's just taking all the Kegel's strength out of him. He's like, me. I don't
2: have no room to clean. Oh, like, you don't need this, sister. You don't need this, <laughs> See, I do. <laughs> no, your power is elsewhere.
0: Friends, I do I do need the power the power. But
2: not through that.
0: But I was stretching. But you know what? Me stretching and me doing that like feminine yoga or whatever, like puts me in the right mindset to like ride that thing all night long. I told y'all like after I did it, I wrote that thing like all night. I was like riding that thing like it was a Harley. You know what I'm saying? Brand new Harley, straight off the Straight off the lot,
2: hmm.
0: I was like, "Oh, who you going?" He woke up after we was finished. She was like, "Oh, wait a minute." <laughs> he was <laughs> he was stumbling to the bath. He was like, "Okay, wait a minute. Okay, okay, wait
3: a minute." And that's what I think like I'm at. That's what we like to see. That's, what that's we, like we to
0: love see. that. So shout out to all the dudes who allow us to display. Well, all the dudes that display that we put in that. Powerful P on you. Mm-hmm. All right. I am feeling this tequila Raven. Let's go because it's getting a little slow here, and I'm about to start. We have three more. Qu- we have two more questions. Okay.
2: So I have daddy lessons. I have lessons again. Oh, my God. What are y'all trying to tell me? Yes. Daddy
0: should have been either your daddy or your daddy. (laughs) Zaddy.
2: Zaddy.
1: Or or daddy.
0: So my question is,
2: what lesson about men you wish dad taught you and why? So this is a difficult one for me because I lost my dad two years ago. And I feel like everything he taught me, I applied it. And so it's more of like what I didn't experience before he passed away. And so in that sense, I don't think there was anything left that he could have told me except, hey, just because you are approaching 30, that does not mean that, I guess, not that I should lower my standards and what I want, but it's like I'm getting older. And so i become more receptive to certain things that People in their 20s may or may not have. So, for example, I'm more open to men with children. I'm more open to men that are older than me. I'm more open to, you know, you having a past because you're older. Mm -hmm. And so I think that my dad, if he was still here, I think we would have had a talk about that. Like, hey, you're still only 29. So you still have the ability to say no. Mm. So... It's not a lesson I ever got, but I do think if I started experiencing certain if I started experiencing certain things after he passed, I think these would have been like talking points that would have come up. And I guess the why for this whole thing would be because I let I guess age affect certain qualities that I may or may not have accepted in my earlier 20s.
0: Mm. Oh, this is getting deep. I told y'all, get deep. It could get deep. It could get deep. It could get so deep, Janette.
3: Okay. All right, and I'm I'm gonna get deeper. (laughs) My dad did not stay around, so I wish that he would have taught me that a man can stay. Oh, Oof. And I've had this, this conversation recently with my husband because I was taught, raised by a single mom, that men don't stay. Mm-hmm. So I live my life as if you can stay or you don't stay. I'm going to be Janae. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of a wall, right, yeah. that yeah. we put up because a healthy relationship is that the men stay.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And so, I have a man that is staying, and I don't even know how to compute that, honestly. Because my dad didn't stay.
2: Do you have thoughts that he may not be there? Well, I, I feel like I always have
3: to have a wall of, I'm Janae. Mm-hmm. I'm Janae, whether you stay or not. Whether you stay or not. But then I don't give my all because I'm still waiting maybe for him to leave.
0: oh. I like, I have to
3: prepare. I have, I to, be have, to, prepare. I have to be ready mm-hmm. whether you stay or not. And it shouldn't be that way. So, I wish he would have taught me that men stay. They can stay if they want to stay. But he taught me that they don't stay. Mm.
2: Ooh. I think I'm ready for shot number <laughs> five, guys. Wasn't ready for that one. <sighs> That one was,
0: damn Janae. <laughs> I tell Janae every time we like get together, like I'm be like, damn Janae, like, oh, okay. Um, I think I'm similar to Janae okay. in this aspect. My father wasn't around, but he was present. Um, because he was in and out of you know the penal system, um, and. I think my thing that I wish my dad taught me is that um, how to love. I feel like with him being gone and only being away and being more like a a letter father or father that calls over the phone, you know, because that was basically my life growing up, um, only really talking to him, you know, through a glass wall or whatever, how to love a man properly. And I grew up with my parents, my grandparents, and it was that old school love, Mm -hmm. but it was that love that was, because we always been together for such a long time type love, we kind of knew each other. And he kind of took me in as his daughter, but they really never talked to me about what love is, how to love, how to cherish another person outside yourself. Okay. And I think a lot of that um, equates to why I'm okay. so, I don't care about self-indulging myself. And I care about myself before I think about like what somebody else wants. Mm. Mm. So, I'm just always like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I don't give a damn about what you're okay. doing. Okay. This is about me. My choices are about me. I moved to a city where I had little to no family, no friends. Um, and I did everything off of a whim because I felt like I had no ties, nothing holding me back, no real family to keep me in Miami. Okay. So, it was like, damn, like. If I really don't feel like I have no roots, what is holding me back? Let me start over, pick up, move, and I'll figure it out. But the same problems are still there that I left. And I never really knew how to love that person that I left behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I decided to learn how to love them from a distance. And I understood that loving them meaning letting them go. Because sometimes love doesn't always equate to Mm. Mm. Mm.
3: That's true. And
0: And you know, like, you can't love someone all the time by being up under their ass. Because sometimes they're not the right person for you to love. Maybe they was never the right person in that time period for you to fucking love. And I'm learning that now. Like, I wish my dad was there around more to just show me what love really is in a two-parent household, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, we got so deep. We got 10 minutes. We got like uh, probably 10 minutes left to this um, segment. And so you guys, since you guys are my guests, you get the last two questions. We're going to start off with Raven.
2: So my question is based on self this time. It is, if you knew what you know now, what advice would you give your young self?
0: (laughs) You always get
2: self questions because, friend, you probably need it the most. I think so. I (laughs) I think what I would give my young self is... Everything does not have to be based off impulse and how you feel at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, I got tattoos based off of, oh, I wanted one, but the guy said, if you come back tomorrow, I'll give you a discount. And now I'm left with a tattoo I absolutely hate. And that was just like the beginning of my impulsiveness. I remember growing up. Um, I used to have to like write my dad proposals for certain things like, oh, you want to do this? Well, why do you want to do it? Like prove it to me. And so now that I'm older, I don't really have that, I guess, prove it person that I have to go to now. So I can still be pretty impulsive. But it's not like when I was younger, and I first went to college. So I would just really think things through, you know, everything does not have to be geared toward an emotion. It needs to be a balance between emotion and logic. And honestly, I think that's probably the best thing I could do for myself because I could have found myself in a lot of different scenario outcomes, way different than they occurred if it wasn't based on my impulsiveness. So, Sometimes, you guys, you know, just take a step back, look at it with a different set of eyes, sleep on it, whatever it may be, and then act, not, I'm in the moment, I'm in the present, I'm living my best life, YOLO type thing, and just literally act without thinking.
3: Ooh, I like that one. That means it's so impulsive. If
0: you knew what you knew now, what advice would you give your youngest self and Why?
3: I would just say find your balance. I'm such a person about balance now. Um, I think when as more and more people come into your life, then you have to start juggling and balancing everything. Whereas when you're young, it's it's pretty much centered on you, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But then,
3: you know, you may have more siblings. You may have a mate. You may have a boyfriend, a child, whatever. So it's about finding balance Everybody gets a percentage or a portion of you, and you need a portion of you, right, mm-hmm, to make sure. you happy. So it's just find your balance, queen. That's that's my advice. I think
0: my advice I would give to my younger self is... F the haters, keep doing you, mm. do what you do, mm. keep going, keep pushing, don't give up. Mm. You may not be what everyone expects you to be, because when I was in radio, the program director for Power 96, he told me, I did not look, nor did I sound the part. And I was, I had just given birth to my son, I worked about 40 hours unpaid, I was grinding at the radio station. I pulled in about 20 hours just to training time, just off of the cuff, because I really wanted to be at this top 40 radio station, and he told me, "Oh, well, you sound more like urban than top 40, and it was just like, the fuck? And from that point, I just was like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm tired. I don't want to keep hearing that a dark-skinned girl can't keep making it. You know, I was tired of that 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 narrative. But now, in my 30s, keep going, queen. Yes. Keep going, queen. Dark skin, light skin, fair skin, round skin, skin folk, kin folk. Keep pushing, queen. That's it. All right, so we got five more
3: minutes left okay. to the end of the Last segment. question about self.
0: That's sex,
3: red. Oh, sex. <laughs> okay, too, too many in. shots. Too many Come shots, in.
2: okay.
3: Heels during foreplay only, or are they staying on all night? Okay, I've never worn heels during sex, so maybe this is something that I need to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone else on our team worn I, heels during I sex? I have. I have, and, and so what do you feel? Well, first
0: of all, we can't do really long heels, okay? Um, I've quite Charlie horses. I've, I've explained this to you guys mm-hmm. before. Okay, a bitch is in her thirties, you yes. know. So uh, them Charlie horses come in every stroke. Hello.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna need a small chunky heel. Okay, okay. a small chunky heel with some lingerie. But um, I think I can do it all night, actually, as long as he's moving in the right direction. Staying
3: on all night for Kira.
0: So heels doing foreplay only, or are they staying on all night? Great.
2: <laughs> well, for me, foreplay consists of the many nudes I send. So I will take a yes! photo. I will take a photo on all the heels you want. Will I dare have sex in them? Absolutely not. Will they stay on all night? Absolutely not because I'm not getting in bed with them. You will see them on the photo that was sent to your phone and that is all. Okay! Okay. (laughs) It's a no for me, dog.
3: I don't have the heels on on the photos either.
2: country. that my little burlesque moment. Like, oh, you got these little heels on. Okay. I mean, sent, sent a
3: photo or two, but I'm heels.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got, we got, look,
0: look, tonight is all about exploration.
1: yeah
3: yes.
0: And finding things that makes you feel, you know, powerful in that pee game. Oh, I'm in the
3: cloud. I'm in the cloud <laughs> somewhere. Yes. I'm in the cloud. I just not with heels <laughs>
0: But look, they small, chunky heels, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like tonight, we all wearing small, <laughs> chunky heels because, you know, Charlie Horses is a real thing after 30, um, and we going to need seats, yeah. so. We definitely need to find a seat. We're gonna we going to get gonna... up for the
2: fall. We going to come right back to our spot.
0: <laughs> hello, hello, hello. 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 But y'all, it has been absolutely amazing chilling with my girls during girls' night. We about to go out. We about to get messed up. We, We about to take some more shots before we go get messed up. And we want to have a good old girls' night. Yes. yes. Oh, what are y'all ready for Y'all ready to get turned up? Like, what's the energy? Like, I'm about to play some music. We about to turn up. We we'll probably play some city I'm girls, ready. Yes. some Megan Thee Stallion. Yes. Yes. It's a good way to end a hot girl summer, since most of our hot girl summers got bamboozled by these dicks.
2: Stigmatized.
0: Okay, listen to all the good dicks out there. Can y'all please stop fucking up the city girl and the high girl summers? Because y'all niggas is just like really taking over shit. Yeah. Because, like, I was supposed to have a really good high girl summer. But, you know, y'all niggas just have to come over here with good dicks and curves. Like, stop that shit. Thank you. <laughs>
2: You're just jealous, Lisa, because I got better, because I was released, because I have a chance.
0: Ooh, what an episode. Me and my girls absolutely enjoyed doing this episode and I can't wait for us to do another one. Oh my gosh it's going to be so awesome so I want you guys to make sure you're going to follow me on social media make sure you're following the show's page make sure you're leaving me a five star review and I just want to say just in summation for all my black girls are out there across the world you know in order for us to live uninterrupted we must be unmoved, unshaven. And I mean, you know, we can't let MF's and I really don't want to say the word, we can't let MF's get the best of us. And and that's why I wanted to do a podcast is because It's the trials and the tribulations of us actually moving forward and being uh, stuck in one place. And for such a long time, I felt like I was stuck in one place. But now I'm ready to move forward. I have an unexplainable level of interest to move the podcast so much further than what it is right now. And I see it. All I need is a team of executors. So if you're interested in joining my team, or if you're interested in becoming a part of what I'm doing here on Black Girl Uninterrupted, make sure you're hitting me up again on my social media platforms. And that way we can connect, we can network, we can do some things. Let's get up out of here. Until next time, all my Black Girls Make sure you are keeping it hella cute and hella uninterrupted.